It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is the Fitness Bootcamp Inner Circle Podcast with Georgette Pan and Jesse Stoddard. Well, hello out there, everybody. This is Jesse Stoddard, and I'm excited to be here today, as usual, on the Fitness Bootcamp Inner Circle Podcast. Uh, today, we're going to take listener questions. And uh, we've got a few of them coming in on the uh, our fa- a Facebook group and uh, a blog. And you can find us on the fitnessbootcampclub.com and uh, our coaching program on the fitnessbootcampinnercircle.com. Also, you can find me personally on fitnessprofreedom.com. There's a bunch of dot-coms for you. So today, uh, this I thought was quite interesting. Georgette and I got a question online uh, from... Uh, I'll just say Gene, in case uh, Gene doesn't want us to tell his full name. I'm not sure. I didn't ask. I probably should have. But anyway, Gene asked, I uh, had a question about running a summer boot camp for moms or women in general. And uh, he goes on to ask, in trying to create the best client experience possible, what do you think about having two different locations for one boot camp? One location would be outdoors in a secluded setting in the woods, off a trail, and the other would be a dry land hockey rink in an arena, including bleachers and stadium-like steps. Also, and this is a separate question apparently, what's the thought on offering a low barrier offer for a first-time boot camp where your campers don't know you yet? I'm offering a six-week intro boot camp for $199 for two coach sessions per week and lots of added value including nutritional coaching any thoughts gene this is an awesome question i think uh i think i'm going to handle that one today the best i can and i think for all of you listeners out there it's all, always instructive just to hear other people's take on uh, their situation it's instructive to hear the question and answer process so even if that's not you uh i you know let's uh, let's let's dissect that and see how how we might go about doing that, and and I think that we can all learn something from it at least. So the first part of the question is, what do you think about having two different locations for one boot camp? Um, I think it's an exceptional idea. Uh, It's actually what I did for the majority of my my business uh, up to multiple locations and multiple trainers. We we actually used that not just as one idea, but it became our entire business model. So I might be unique in terms of coaches being able to answer this one because that's what I did for everything. Now, I, there's a little, you know, one little caveat or six little caveats to that, which is yeah, it really does depend on the situation. So I'll explain what I did and then uh, we can go from there. And I know we've had Georgette join us as well. Hi, Georgette. Hi. Good morning. Hey. How are you today? I'm okay for a rainy Monday. Oh, we got sunshine here. Isn't that weird how different our weather is? <laughs> <laughs> Which places, I guess. Yeah. 
Well, I just got done reading that uh, question we had in the Inner Circle Facebook group from from Gene. Yeah. And uh, I thought we would we would answer that. And um, I'm just going to start by, you know, actually, I, you can take a minute to look at that too. And and I'm going to start by giving my answer to uh, to the okay. first part, and then maybe we can you can you can chime in and give your answer, and then we can break it down. Does that sound okay? Yeah. Yep. Okay, great. So. The first part of his question was, you know, he's uh, he wants the best client experience possible. What do we think about having two different locations for one boot camp? Right. And then, um, and I just basically said, yeah, it's a great idea. It depends. Right. And my situation was, um, you know, every every situation is a little different here. But my situation was, I had, um, I, I it depends on what you mean by one boot camp. So I had one boot camp city I, I i would define it by by your 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 geography because i had a city which had one location in it and i had different groups that wanted different times and so the the primary reason i had more than one location was because i didn't want to pay for uh you know uh one studio or gym or facility for uh, boot camps all day. Now that's a great business model if you want to do that, and 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 in many cases that's probably a superior business model, but not always. In my case, yeah. I was able to find very inexpensive space uh, during certain parts of the day. For example, early morning, so I could go and sublease or rent or borrow or donate to some other businesses space or facility or in my case it's been ev anything from indoor sports arenas like soccer domes to you know boys and girls clubs and i've seen trainers do it at retirement centers and community clubs and schools and i mean there's so many different op options for indoor and uh, pay a, you know a very small fee to be able to use it for their maybe their early morning boot camp for example and then that uh, that mid morning i would be out at a park that was across the street or just you know down a few blocks away and then in the evening i would be at a school or a park or i would rotate but they were all in the same town and some of the clients would go to multiple um camps maybe they would sometimes go in the morning and sometimes go in the evening or they were hardcore and they'd have they wanted to go five days a week, and they had a, a this crazy schedule, and they would bounce around, or they would just do the different camps for variety. Um, and so, yeah, that worked great, and it it allowed me to to offer more to more people uh, at different times of the day, which allowed me to expand a lot faster. Also, kept me a lot busier. Um, and but I will also say that only a handful of the people actually went to both locations. People like a routine. And you you know typically as trainers we like routine also because we can control our business so it was kind of nice to have you know people would go yeah I'm they're the morning boot camper and I knew some of them were the afternoon boot camper and so some of them only knew the indoor location and some of them only knew the park because they'd never go to the other one so uh, is it you know for the best you know the first part of Gene's question was for the best client experience um, you know. I guess there is one other part of that one. Sometimes in the afternoon, uh, we would rotate locations for a couple of reasons. And, and this is not something I recommend for everybody. This was specific to my situation. But for the client experience like Gene is looking for, what I did was I rotated locations for, for a couple of reasons. One, it kept it more interesting. You know, for example, if you work out at a park and there's five parks in your city, 
and every now and then you go to a different park. There's nothing wrong with that. It's actually kind of cool because we use the environment for our workout, and uh, people get kind of used to it, and they kind of fall into a pattern and get into a rut, and they might get bored or the workouts get stale. And all you have to do is move locations. You've got a whole different environment, a whole different workout facility, you know, basically. And so that was a reason, but I'll tell you what the real reason was, and this is kind of a inside secret for us trainers. The real reason was because if the one part got too full or if we're doing it at a school and there was a big event or, you know, we're doing it at a stadium and there happens to be a football game, we couldn't do our workout. So <laughs> I had to be able to think on the fly. And after a few years of that, we actually figured out what all the schedules were and we would rotate on purpose ahead of time. Oh, that week track and field's going hardcore. There won't be very much room. Why don't we just meet at the other school or the other park down the street? <laughs> so, so we would pre-plan it, and then you know that was that was one of the main reasons. And then and then I would just say, hey, you know, there's stuff going on at this location, and oh, it's good for you anyway, clients, because you need to mix it up a bit. So, <laughs> so, you know, it was like, okay, well, you know, it made sense on different levels, and it, the real reason was just because I. You know, I personally didn't want to have to move around because it's kind of a drag to communicate with all your clients all the time about that. But, um, you know, it ended up, ended up being fun for them, too. So, so no, there was no problems with it. So to answer right. your question, Gene, in my opinion, um, in trying to create the best client experience, I don't know if that is a reason um, unless you're doing what I was doing. Because if you – let's say you get a good indoor location, um, you know, or if you've got a really good – you know, this dry land hockey rink that you mentioned in, in, in an arena and has bleachers and stadium, I don't know if I would, as a trainer, I would really ever want to move, you know, unless I had to or it was a scheduling thing or I could only have it in the mornings and the and I wanted to also train in the afternoons. And it's not fun to move locations. It's a pain in the butt. And some of the advantages are you get to, if you get to keep equipment in, in the location, and then you have to move it around. That's a huge benefit. Another thing is people get used to it. You don't always have to tell people where to find you. You don't have to do a last minute, oh, we're moving today, or, you know, um, or you know, new clients know where to go. They're, the, you know, your existing clients know where to bring people to. When you advertise, you put your address on everything, and so then you could just put one address down and not have to have multiple addresses and explain it all on your website. You know, is that stuff a big deal? Not really. You can do all that. There, you can overcome all those challenge is pretty quick and easy so it's not a big deal but if i don't have to move why would i you know so i don't know if it really gives a great client experience either in many cases and i'm sure it's kind of nice for the clients not to have to think too hard um i don't know so that's up for debate what do you think about that part of his question georgette where what are your thoughts on the location the two locations best client experience thing well best client experience well, I guess it depends, like you said. So in my case, I had an indoor studio, and the outdoor park was across the street. In that case, yeah, it worked because it really wasn't two locations. It was really one location with two options, capiche? So the right, indoor right. Outdoor, right, so in that case, yes, you know. There's nothing to lose. There's nothing to truly go anywhere. I mean, it wasn't like we were, you know, in another town. <laughs> we were across the street. So I say in that case, yes, because it did increase. It, it gave it gave an option, and it was really nothing um, on our part to really do except, you know, walk across the street, you know, a block or so, you know. 
Yeah, but, that's that's a great yeah, point. Yeah, in that case, yeah, like it depends on on where how far apart these two boot camps are. But on the you know, okay, so that's one reason if they're close and they're, it's just really uh, that's that's one thing. But it, there's also let me put it to you this way: um, there, there's also it it can increase um, whatever word he used. I forget right now. <laughs> I'm sharp as a tack this morning, let me tell you. Um, if somebody likes outdoor and somebody, you know, doesn't, then in that case, the option for them um, would increase their experience. So that's the word he used. But anyway, um, let's put it this way, too. Another uh, thing is that if they ha- are going to be given the option to attend any boot camp, Let's say they're signing up for four times a week or three, four times a week, but they can go to any camp we offer and they want to, you know, one day they go to the outdoor just to give it a whirl and then one day they go to the indoor and then they decide, they, you know, I like this one better or I like just having the option. If it's nice out, I'll go here and if it's not there, well, then, yeah, it increases their experience or whatever it is. They're, right? That's you know what huge, I, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The uh, more options for the client does increase their experience. Period. So that's a good point. Mm-hmm. So that would. So if it's not now, again, that would depend on how far away these camps are. You know, I mean, if they're ten miles away from each other, then that's a different story. Then you really, you know, but if they're like within reason, you know what I mean, like a five mile radius, a client would really have the option to go to both. In that case. I think that would would you know would increase their options, yes. and it would increase their experience because, like, hey, I want to be outdoors today. <laughs> I got that choice with Gene. You know, right? And you might not have that choice with everybody. As a matter of fact, you probably won't. <laughs> An- you know, another thing not- that he said that I just keyed in on here, though, I was reading carefully the question. And uh-huh. his one location, his locations are interesting for me. That uh, the idea of one outdoor, one indoor would have would have made me answer one way. But he was very specific, and I kind of look at it, go, hmm. Like he says, one location would be outdoors in a secluded setting in the woods off of a trail. Right. <laughs> and I, I kind of read that, and I'm I'm looking at that a little bit more carefully, going, wait a minute here, you know, <laughs> because um. That those specific words make me stop. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. you know, I it might have I, just been his way of ex- expressing it. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Because I would think, you know, depending on where you live, now that's either really, really cool or it's creepy. Right. <laughs> depending, you know, think about it. If you were brand new, now he said earlier that these are uh, women and moms, and they're also people that don't know. Later on, he asks about, you know, um, people that don't know you yet. Well, if they don't know me yet, I'm not taking in them to a secluded area in the woods off of a trail. <laughs> I, I think that was his way of expressing himself. I think, <laughs> you know, and a lot of people that might be enticing. If you're a hiker, uh, right, or if yeah. you, oh, yeah, you know, totally. if you just like the outdoorsy type, that might, like, you know, that might. Yeah, yeah, and. Yeah, and Gene, I'm not picking on you. I, I'm not picking on you, Gene. I am having a laugh, you know, at, at your expense a little bit, but you know, just because I like humor. But, but um, I, I would say it's a great idea if they know you. 
you know, cause like my clients, if I said, hey, we're going to mix it up today and we're all going to meet at the trailhead and we're going to do this fun hike together. And they'll be, they'd be all like, wow, yeah, the weather's been good. Uh, that sounds fun and new and different. I, I could go for a hike. You know, that would be one thing. If it's, right. hey, I just found out about this, this uh, boot camp from Groupon, some random dude's doing a boot camp. I've never met him before, and we meet off at this trailhead, and we're going to go out in the woods. I I might not – I might second-guess it, you know? Right. I might go, huh, I'm not sure if I want to – you know, where's the – let me just go to a safe, secure, uh, you know, gym that everybody's heard of, and it's in a public place, and there's plenty of visibility, you know? Uh, you got, and Don't underestimate that. People are real scared when they hear – a lot of people right. are still scared of the word boot camp. And they're scared, right. and they're scared of the concept. So if you make it, the more scary or unknown, the more unknown variables you add, the harder it is going to be for people to want to do it. So I would say, yeah, you could have it in a secluded setting in the woods, but not on your first day. You know, maybe they meet at the hockey rink first for a week, and then you then you throw that in there as a bonus. You know, that would be my, my two cents on that. I think too, it's just a choice of words when you're marketing it. I wouldn't say secluded; I'd say private. Um, you know what I mean? It's just your choice of words. It could be. I mean, I'm right, not right. What this is, but I'm just saying. You know, it could be your. You know, maybe what Gene actually meant, which is we don't know, is you know. But it does lead to how to market something. It does lead to that topic because I wouldn't use the word secluded. I would use the word private. You know, private. Ah, yeah. Private outdoor, you know, location or trail. You know. Well, that's true. People might be a little bit concerned with being uh, in a, a crowded park where everybody's watching them. So that I can see there. Good job, right. Jed. I didn't even think of that side of it. That's yeah, true. See, I thought of that. So I mean, because of the way you would, you know, want to bring it across when you're going to tell these people where my location is. No, I wouldn't use the word secluded, but I I would use private if that's, that's true. You know, something that you know is a concern especially for women or somebody who's intimidated. Or, but we're going to be on an outdoor trail in a private area, uh, you know, at blank, blank park, then, boom, that's different. That's a whole different way of wording it. But, you know, having the option to to have an, you know, back to the subject, having, I mean, the not the subject, but back to what I was saying earlier, um, having the option of going into our outdoor is definitely something that I personally think it's worth a try because what is the worst that can happen? Um, it works, or you find out nobody wants to be outdoor, or you find out that the majority, I should say, want to be, you know, indoor, or you find out the majority want to be outdoor. And if you have that option, um, you know, to try it, you know, what what would we, what would it hurt actually to try it, you know? It's yeah. not a huge risk to try it. I you know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I yeah, try yeah, different, I think, yeah. like different times. My, you know, our six. For instance, this is very popular time mornings, right? For for boot camps, our early morning boot camp. You know, get out there before the sun rises. Well, it doesn't work for me. Okay, so because I, why? Because I tried it, and not just you know for a short period of time. It wasn't of interest. Now, what was of interest was for the women who weren't working, you know, or had that scheduled 8.30 in the morning. That worked. It was an 8.30 to 9.30 boot camp, but the one that worked for me was 5.30 to 6.30. 
So that doesn't work for everybody, though, right? Because there's a lot of people that like, you know, 6 a.m., rise and shine. You know what I mean? Right, right. Get there and have enough time to, you know, go home and get ready for work. or You know what I mean? There's there's yes. a lot of people that like the morning. So we, there's no way to know <laughs> for sure, uh, you know, if you, uh, you know, get that feedback prior, which is not always easy or it's rare. So, you know, is that worth a, a try? Yeah, that's worth a try because re- really, I think it's worth a try because it, it, it also is given the two options, indoor-outdoor, and you may find that you have a group that really wants outdoor and you have a group that, you know, doesn't really care where they are, <laughs> you know, yeah. indoor or outdoor. So, that, you know, I, I kind of liked that idea. You know? Yeah, I, you know. Now that we've talked it through, I, I think the bottom line is: is you got to just try it and test it. And it does matter how far away the two locations are from each other. Um, yes. Using the wording of it's important. You maybe using the word private instead of secluded would be good in the in the marketing. Um, right. And then you and then it also depends on what your time slots are. If this is the same group at the same time slot that's just moving around, that's different from two different time slots offered in two different locations. So I think the only thing to do is to test it. And I actually realized I skipped the first part of it, uh, of Gene's question because um, uh-huh. I kind of assumed we were going to, like, dissect it with these different pieces, but they're, they're, not, all, they're not exactly related. The first part was uh, he wanted to know about running a summer boot camp for moms or women in general. And um, uh-huh. I, I guess I, I, I don't know if we just I skipped that because it was too – Maybe simple, or but it's not. It's a good question. It's a great question. Um, I don't know. My, what do you think about that? Just running a summer boot camp for women. What, what's your thoughts on that, Georgette? Oh, it, that's a, if that's a testing ground to see if if it's the way I took the question. If that's a test to see if he has the interest in for the you know women's only boot camp. Then yeah, then if it's just, if it's a test to see, if, hey, are these women going to come and are they going to show up and are they going to purchase you know a three month package or whatever? And oh, hold on a second, I'm sorry. No worries. About, <laughs> oh, no worries. Oh, yeah. Boy. I didn't mean that. Phone calls going off. Um, That's all right. I don't know what happened there. I kind of told my business partner that. Sorry about that. Um, what was I saying? Now, see, that interrupted me. If it's a test to see if that if that's going to work, I mean, if you're already running a woman's boot camp, then obviously there'd be no reason. Uh, there'd be no reason. <laughs> it's persistent <laughs> ringing. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're going to hang up on me. I'm going to call you back. <laughs> um, Terrible. You know, uh, I hope it's everything. I, I, would add, I would add, too, that, you know, it's uh, – um, okay. Yeah, if you're already doing a women's camp, it's different from if you're testing it. I, I, um, I also think you got to test that too. I've I've often thought about women's only uh, or or even men's only. Although that was, sounds a little. I mean, I know they're out there, but it's probably easier to do women's only just because of the number of potential clients. But um, I've, uh, you know, I've had that before where I thought, oh, I'll do women's only, and you, I've always, inst- I always tell trainers. You don't know until you try things because 
I've I always end up with different people than I thought I would get. I don't know I don't know if this is true for you, Georgette, but I always go, you know what? I bet there's going to be a lot of moms that want this midday, you know, boot camp or something or mid morning or right out of after school thing. And I ended up having all guys show up, or you know, I'll, or I'll think I'm going to get, uh, you know, uh, the guys, and I'll have all women show up. And there's been times where. I think if I look at the overall, the, the long-term average of what I personally tend to attract, regardless of what I try to market, I tend to get somebody that likes me and is similar, you know, like, so it doesn't matter what I market. At the end of the day, after it all sifts out and I, you know, the, the people that you get to stay are the ones that are drawn to you, regardless of your marketing. And that's just what happened for me. And I always tell trainers just to test it, but then see what you get because it might surprise you. And I, mostly what I get is, is uh, I get co-ed boot camps. I get some men and some women, and it's maybe 60-40, but sometimes it's even 50-50. It's just what I get. And other people get all men, all women, you know, or all a certain age or, you know, all a certain demographic. You get all young, all old, whatever. Um, and, and sometimes people get a total mix, and they're doing tons of marketing, and so they get a lot of variety, and that's great. But um Sometimes, I, 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 here's why I bring that up. I think it's important to ask, well, wait, why would you want to do women only? And, 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 and it's not, it's not a, there's no right or wrong answer. And if you want to do women only, great. That's awesome. Go for it. But I, I always stop and, and ask a trainer, well, why would you? Why? Because if you have a good answer to that, then great. Then go for it. But if you're like, oh, I just assumed it would be better, that's not a very good answer. You have to be like, oh, well, because I want to do women only because that's my, you know, the way I train and those are the clients I like and that's who I think I'm going to attract because there's lots of them. And you, if you have lots of reasons for doing that, great. But, Gene, if you're just saying, I think boot camp for women would be better, well, why? Why not women and their, their men? You know, because well, why would you turn away the, the right. husband, you know, for example? So Right. Well, I don't, you know, I think if it's a test to see if, you know, you know, Perhaps you want to run a separate boot camp just for women, or you just want to test and see if, you know, this could be an ongoing thing. What I wouldn't do is just run it for the summer, and that's it. I mean, it's either, unless it didn't work. You know what I mean? Unless it didn't work. Right. So if it's, nobody, nobody was showing interest, and I marketed it, you know, and I marketed all summer, then obviously I know that that didn't work. But I wouldn't just say, I would I would just offer it. Wouldn't say for the summer. I would just offer it, and if people wanted it, then that would stay. So it, it would be an ongoing camp. Right. That's my point there. So that's that's kind of, I guess enough about that. I I don't have anything more on that. But um, yeah. Was there any other questions? Because we're yeah yeah there was yeah um and so really good points. Gene, I, thank you, Georgette, for sharing all the your your side of it because I think uh, I think we've come up with some good stuff. Um, the next part was um, he goes on to say his. Um, uh, oh, by the way, Gene, before we move on, one last thing about the uh, the hockey rink with uh, the bleachers in the stadium like steps. Um, I think that's fantastic, especially if they're you know really if it's a good solid. I have no idea what this building's like, but I'm assuming it's modern construction in a decent place. And if it is, then stadium-like steps, as long as they're not rickety, um, are some of the best tools to have around. My best workouts, especially as people get in better shape, they want more, they demand more, they want to they want to continue feeling like they're getting a great workout. And there's nothing like making them run stairs or jump stairs or do all that kind of stuff, um, you know, with stairs as long as you're safe. 
um, that's just awesome to have that. So yeah, I think that's a great, that's a good location as long as it's well lit and it looks good in there. Um, all right. So um, moving on, the, the other part of his question was what it, uh, what's your thoughts, our thoughts on offering a low barrier offer uh, for wow. first time boot campers where your campers don't know you yet. And then he goes on to say he's offering a six week intro boot camp for 199 bucks for two coach sessions per week and lots of added value, including nutritional coaching. I don't know what other what else he means by added value, so I guess without the specifics that's hard, but we know he's at least adding nutritional coaching to that. Um, 199 for six weeks, um, that's 12 total sessions uh, at two times a week. That means that the person's – I'm doing the math here, by the way. I always do this, Georgette. The person's paying about $16.58 per session, um, you know, with two a week uh, times six weeks. So um, if I think I did that right. Um, but, yeah, that, that's, that looks like, uh, you know – I don't know. What do you think? Offering a low barrier to entry? Yeah. I mean, we've yeah, talked about yeah. that a, a thousand times. That, that, what he, or do you mean what his, his uh, offer well, yeah, was? Yeah, one both, nine, both. It's yeah, not a low barrier, barrier to entry. entry. What he offered. The low barrier, right? absolutely, right? We talk about it all the time. <laughs> but then the specifics of the low barrier and the six-week thing and all that, what do you think of that? Uh, wait. What did you say? The, I didn't hear that first part. Uh, well, we've talked about uh, low barrier to entries all the time, and so that might, um, if you've listened to us at all and you're out there, or if this is your first time, you might not have heard us before, but we basically harp on doing low barrier to entry offers all the time. So so that part, the, the answer to that is yes. <laughs> but um, then what I was asking after that, Georgette, is what do you think of the specifics you know, of his idea, which is six weeks of an intro boot camp for $199 for two sessions per week, and nutritional coaching. I don't think that's as low barrier to entry. Is that the same? That part I was a little bit confused on. I don't think that's his, I think that's what he offers. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. That's not his low barrier to entry. He has to come up with a low barrier to entry because, first of all, 199 is not a low barrier to entry, okay? So just so right, we're clear. exactly. So, I mean, that's not low barrier to entry. I think that's what he normally offers. And if it's not, Gene, then you need to come up with a low barrier to entry, like $47 for two weeks or two weeks free trial. or And then, mm, I don't know about that. How about 47 or between watch, uh, Jesse, about 39 and 49 in there, uh, low barrier to entry for what? Two-week trial or two-week period. Yeah, yeah. Well, that effect would my, be a low barrier to entry. Right, right. So it's kind of like when you when you, when I see a six week intro boot camp, right. what that makes me feel like is that's that's um that's one of those stair stepping uh you know ideas. Uh, what I mean by stair step is stair step kind of a, a ascension ladder in sales is kind of what that looks like. So people that do. Uh, there's a difference between an ongoing boot camp that's just month to month or monthly or, you know, just keeps going and then boot camps that start and stop. And there's no right or wrong there because sometimes you can be really successful on a limited time camp. Like, let's say I have a six week boot camp and then what? Well, then it's over. 
and then I'm going to sell you something different or I'm just not going to do it if I don't want to, <laughs> you know. So there, there's, there's advantages to that. I personally always ran boot camps that were just continuous forever. And I, you know, so I don't have a, I didn't have a, well, I have a six-week boot camp and then what? Well, then I might do another six-week or a four-week or I'm going to take a break for the summer or whatever. You know, some trainers do that. I don't. I, I always just did. It's how, when does the boot camp end? Never. It's going to go on for five years, you know, so it's just monthly, you know. But um, with that being said, both of them, whether you have a start and a stop, require a low barrier to entry offer. Now, if you're doing a start and stop, let's say you have this one, which is six-week intro boot camp. Well, then what happens at the end of six weeks is you either take a break and then you start another one or you just start one right afterward and you promote it immediately very soon within before the six weeks is over. And then that that the next six weeks is not intro anymore, right? Because they did a six-week intro boot camp, and then after that they need a regular boot camp or the, the intermediate level or the kind of like a, someone who's running classes, uh, more of a class structure like – Let's say you're in martial arts and you get the white belt and you move on to the next belt. If you're doing it that style, then that's cool because you have your six-week end and then you have another one that ups, you upsell them into the next rank or the next class or the next session. Um, but either way, there's a, that's not the same thing as a low barrier to entry offer. So I think, right. Georgette, you already said this, but I'm just trying to get really clear. Gene, a six-week intro boot camp for 199 is kind of in between a low barrier to entry offer and a, uh, it's kind of like a medium barrier to entry offer. So if I tell a, a, a client, you, you know, to train with me, it's a year-long contract. Well, that, that's a big, you know, that's like taking a big, you know, that's a big risk for them in their mind. That's a bigger ch thing to bite off, more than they can chew typically. Um, six weeks is, is more palatable. It's easier for them to stomach. So it's kind of like a medi medium barrier to entry offer. So it's good. It's easier for the client to accept six weeks than my year-long contract. So, yeah, you got one up on me there. But it's still not a low barrier to entry offer. So I'm just clarifying this, Georgia, just to be really clear. Um, a low barrier to entry offer is something that is almost so good. It's so good they can't say no to it. So it's it's like... Oh, seven days for a dollar? Oh, yeah, all right, I might as well do it. You know, it's almost free. You know, or like like Georgette said, 39 to 49, something that's under, definitely under $100, and it's probably under $50, and it could go, I would even go as low as like maybe $19, depending, you know, on what this is, or down to $1, depending on the length of time. So if it were maybe like a couple days or like a workout or two or one week, you can go down to almost free. You could even go to free. I've offered two weeks for free. I like to I like to offer I like to make it worth something, you know, maybe a dollar or two because even at the lowest end because um, that way you get their credit card information on your website, and or uh, you at least charge something so that you know sometimes even if it's really cheap people value it more than if it's free for some reason even if it's all you know a dollar even, um, and and that way you get the ball rolling and you get them used to paying you something. <laughs> um, and if you're going to go up to, you could go up to 30 days, you could do it for, you know, 19, 29, 47, 67. You know, I, you know, I've done uh, all sorts of manners of, of programs like that. And Georgette and I, and I have talked about these a lot in the past too. And we have a lot of these in our, in our courses, in our system that you can buy. But basically the ideas are, if you depending on what you offer in the low barrier to entry offer it should that should affect the price 
that should ha is how you create the price. So if you say it's uh, it's a week of free boot camp, period, well then you shouldn't try to charge ninety nine dollars for it. It 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 you should charge something like nineteen bucks, you know, or whatever, something very low, under fifty. Mm -hmm. But if you're saying I've got a special fat flush, fat blaster, you know, fat whatever, fat furnace program that's fourteen days or twenty one days. And what you're going to do is give them boot camp, a nutrition plan, you know, a T-shirt, a water bottle, a consultation, a body diagnostic, a, a you know, a, a workout manual, blah blah blah, you know, freebie, bonus, bonus, bonus. Well, then you don't have to do it for a dollar. You can do that for sixty-seven dollars. You could go over fifty bucks because it looks like a huge amount of value for a low price. And here's the key. And I, I know I'm almost. I don't want to be rambling here, but I, I want to make sure I hit these these highlights uh here the key i think personally in pricing all that stuff is the key is is the perceived value it does i don't you can just pull a price out of a hat it really doesn't matter but if you're trying to make some sense out of it it's all based on perceived value if you say that you've got a program that is totally amazing and it's only 14 days or it's only seven days long but you can show that it's special different massive added value you give lots of value and when i say value i mean not just not just that you're a good trainer but that should be a part of it uh and you should definitely promote yourself and your and whatever celebrity status you can create but i'm talking everything i mean you're throwing in the kitchen sink if you do that well then the perceived value of that is very very high and you know right. like and you can even show it i you can i used to in living social and groupon i would line item it out i would say this is worth this this is worth that you know the workout's worth a hundred bucks, and you know the uh, the meal plan's worth fifty bucks or twenty bucks, and this is worth that, and that's and then the grand total value is four hundred and seventy nine dollars, and you can have it today for you know sixty seven dollars, so it's like nine you know whatever if you make it look like it's eighty or ninety percent off, it gets people's attention. That's how I sell Groupons and Living Socials too, by the way. I don't let Living Social or Groupon tell me what to to put in there because they always screw it up. Um, but if you do it that way, you're going to get somebody's attention. It's a huge discount, and uh, that low barrier to entry offer is going to get noticed. And the, it, well, it doesn't. You don't have to. I didn't imply that you need to use uh, the living social Groupon kind of thing. You could just do that with your own flyers or your own Facebook ad or whatever you're doing. But just the idea of, you know, yeah. high value, low price. That's what. That's the high perceived value, the low price. That what. That's what creates a bargain. That's what gets somebody's attention. And that would be a low barrier to entry offer. Not six weeks at 199 is more like that. Sounds like a you know it's not as expensive as signing a year long contract with me, which would be much more expensive. But it's not low enough to get those timid people that are not sure about joining your camp. You got to remember you're competing with the gym, the big box club down the street that's offering that for for like nine dollars. You know, so so that's the low barrier to entry offer, and and they're masters of it. If you want to see low barrier to entries, watch them. They do them every day. So anyway, that was kind of long winded, but that's my take on it. He's, yes, he's on a roll. Now I think we pretty much covered that. Um, but if, <laughs> just, <laughs> if um if Gene has any more questions, hopefully he got his uh, what do you call him? His free coaching call because anybody in the inner circle gets that so you know if he could sign up for that he could go delve delve a little bit deeper into anything but i think we kind of hit him you know hit his question at least on the 
well, maybe in detail, but at least on the surface. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks okay. for letting me rant there for a minute, Georgette. That was kind of fun. Fine, I could use a break. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, awesome. Well, uh, any, anything else did you want to add? His, Dean set up his call, right? He's trying to. I think he did. Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, that'll help. That'll solve the rest of it. And actually, it's pretty. It's pretty much answered. But if he wants any, you know, obviously he's going to go into more detail on his, on a free coaching call, which, um, you know, that's what he he um, signed up for. You might as well take advantage of what we're offering. It's, yeah, no, um, I would uh, – how about this? How about we wrap this podcast up? Uh, you yep. just Maybe if you have any updates or any specials or promotions or websites you want to mention, anything? I'm working on nothing this week. I'm actually working on something with Funk Roberts. And actually, I'm, I'm talking to him next Tuesday because he's going to be out of town. So I'll try to get him on a podcast. But uh, I'm working up something for trainers. Like, well, um, I don't want to let too much out, but – um, because we didn't talk yet, so you know him and I are gonna, you know, put something out there that'll be uh, affordable and cool, like because it'll be it'll be really good. And I, when I do talk to him Tuesday, I'll ask him to get on a on a podcast. He's a really cool guy, Funk Roberts. So cool. We'll see if we get him on. Uh, he doesn't know that yet, but we'll see. <laughs> we were emailing so early this morning that it seems like last yesterday. You know what I mean? That's how early it was. But um, it it was a kind of a, a weird thing because I had just emailed him something. And he said that's so weird. This is kind of sound corny, but he said I had just journaled in, about you, like in my gratitude journal, just wrote something down in the gratitude section, and, and your name was there, and you emailed me immediately after. I thought, okay, you're spooking oh. me out now. But <laughs> oh, awesome. Isn't that weird? Isn't that cool? I believe that stuff. So that you know, there are no coincidences. But so we're gonna probably have something for May. But you know, that would be, you know, we'll get him on. I'm still working on Tom. I'd like to get Thomas Plummer on there. I don't think he maybe. I think he missed my email. He had responded, and he's back from uh, Australia. He was traveling, and um, also I was trying to get uh, Pat Rigsby. So it's. And Shana Kaminsky. So we're, there, there's a there's a bunch that like coming, but I I know that uh, immediate future, near future, there's going to be a few things uh, coming that are new down you know down the pike, which is you know going to be interesting. I don't have all the details myself, but I have the majority of them. <laughs> Excellent. Sounds fun. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. We're good. Excellent. Today. Yeah. And uh, just a little shout out. I, I know that you're we're working still on putting together our program is is being upgraded and the website's being worked on. So uh, people mm-hmm. can still go to the fitness boot camp innercircle dot com right now, um, mm-hmm. but that's being improved as well. Correct. Uh, that's I mean, going to be we... worked on. Majority of that is going to be done in May. It's going to be a huge up. You know change to the boot camp enterprise which is what it's going to be called right the boot camp business enterprise right yeah. Going to, yeah we could, could spill the beans a little bit more about that later but even if they anyone signs up now they get that you know what i mean it's automatic they will right they yes will do site if anybody signs up now because it's 
but we, we're working on that, and that's a big project that you know we'll, we should have finished by the end of May. I'm hoping. <laughs> Excellent. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are waiting okay. with bated breath and very uh, with lots of anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, upward and onward. I have a well. Thank call. you, Georgia. This has been fun. Hey. Been fun again today. Okay, thank you, Jess. Okay, bye-bye. all right. Take care. Bye bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.